With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Scientific breakthroughs, the unveilings, spiritual revelations, the openings.
Whether you suffer from pain in your back to aches in your knees, come on down and purchase you some ancestral tea to get rid of all the parasites, toxins, and fleas. Spiritual elevation for cosmic gravitation. So put away the patience, because there's no time to be wasted. But 
Uh, we're also going to talk about manifesting how we can utilize that energy, that life energy, you know, the essence to um, inevitably manifest our life as well, externally, from an internal perspective, initially. All right, so from there, we're going to going to um, probably the bridge out with um, a couple of exercises, basically some walking meditations, uh, uh, you know, mindfulness is basically how we would utilize that energy with what we would call stress um, and how we could harness it to make it um, not really obsolete, but to make it more harmonizing to our, I guess you say, how we are connected with our own reality, our own ultimate reality personally and ultimately um, the connected reality that all energies are all uh, universal realities that are all connected multiplicity. So what we're going to start is with look at oh well first of all the automobile equinox is coming up um, from the 21st and 24th so you guys Come on, come all from nine to ninety-nine. Come in and get get that information. Get a couple of um, tips and tricks from myself. Um, you know, Dr. Eileen got a lineup for you. Just come on and, and get the, the information live and in person. You know, what I'm saying it's a little different. Um, you know, be interactive with with everyone and just to be able to be with you guys and. And see a smile and everything. There's certain things I like to teach personally anyway, myself. I like to teach uh, I like to show things in front of a person. I like to be with them. I don't want them to do it wrong from my own perspective. I always like to copy the teacher to be right there. I mean I I might look at a couple of videos, read a couple of books, but I always end up going back to the teacher and asking them, you know, certain things. It doesn't matter. I might forget something. You know, it ain't in the certain things in the book. Ain't in, ain't. I mean, certain things that we learn out of the book that's not gonna come from the teacher. Like I talked about, teacher was one that holds certain information. That information can use that book differently from us because they have more experience and wisdom, so they use it intuitively. They don't necessarily come directly from the, you know, verbatim from a book, so they can. They can build information, just like women. You know, women are very intuitive, so they build, they, they talk to each other about certain situations, but they look at their life and their experiences, and, we, and those women can bring the information to, um, to a, a, I guess, a, an agreement when any type of complaint or basically they can reconcile or understand situations more than men, you know what I'm saying, because they've been through certain things and they look at it and they like, wow, I did this, I did that this way, I shouldn't do that. But, you know what I'm saying? They'll build it up on intuitive, intuitive nature from, the, from my experience. We, that's how we build up intuition. But basically, when that's built, we can look at life in a more broader perspective and not just generalize everything from an objective of the physical eye, seeing something, and saying, taking that and saying, oh, that's what it is. You got to look at it from different angles and different um, means. So, we don't just look at a word from left to right, so we see, you know what I'm saying? We might look at it from right to left and up and down and, you know, flip it around a little bit. 
not to pervert. We might invert it, pervert it, and all that other stuff, but we're not going to pervert the, the language, you know what I'm saying, or what we are looking at as the symbol, the meanings behind the meanings and definitions behind it, ritualistically and esoterically. Again, it's a nice topic here to stress, stress, you know what I'm saying, that rise, darkness rises. You know, some might be asking, why are you talking about stress? You know, well, it's a lot of stressful things going on, you just to say in life, you know. Uh, you know, so we'll be looking at that. We normally say, you know, there's something going on, it's, you know, stressing me out, you know what I'm saying? You know, why do we say it's stressing me out? You know, so where does the stress come from? It comes from the out, external reality, in the first place. So, it, well, basically, that's where we're thinking it comes from. Fundamentally, from from a physical point, the sun, we think in and we perspective, we're looking at it from the angle of saying, oh, this stress is created from so and so and so and so. The definitive of stress, basically, the dictionary definition of stress is any pressure or tension exerted on another object, a demand on physical or mental energy or forcefully exerted influence, usually causing distress or strain. Hope. I gotta be a little stress thing right here. Okay, that comes up. It's all weird. No stress thing. That that's the definition of uh, stress in um, the dictionary. The dictionary defines it again as a pressure or tension exerted on another object, a demand on physical or mental energy, or forcefully exerted influence, usually causing distress or strain. So that to me is saying stress is. Any type of energy exerted from an object, which is exerted on another object, man, physical, or mental energy, forcefully exerted influence, usually causing, a forcefully exerted influence, usually causing stress or strain. Most stress is stored where in the body, in the brain. It starts in the brain, over a lot of stress. And when that stress is stored in the brain, it eventually seeps down into other parts of the body as well. So stress automatically forms cortisol. Cortisol is a stress hormone. When cortisol is um, introduced into the body, the hormone is introduced into the body, it slows down certain things like um, like digestion, you know what I'm saying? So, again, if I had to use a bathroom, I'm not going to take this up now, you know what I'm saying? So, that's going to, it's going to cause me to be constipated somewhat because of the excretion of cortisol into the blood or into the body, basically. And then it's going to also speed up the heart. And respiration, just in case I need to run fast or need blood for, um, I need that blood for um, for energy. But if if this ongoing um, stress simulated simultaneously throughout the day, pressure, you know what I'm saying? Because when we even go to sleep at night, we have um, some 60 hertz. That's in you know as far as electronics is concerned. That's why. I, uh, you know, I recommend to unplug everything in your room when you sleep at night because you, you want to produce that melatonin. You get into that. So um, when we're around all that, that 60 hertz, that 60 hertz keeps our mind state or the brain waves, the mental, the mind waves, or whatever you want to call them, at a, um, at a hertz of between 7 and 12. But when we get to that, of course, that 7, or well, after, you know, the, that 11 and then to 12, you know, all that, that's alertness, you know what I'm saying? That means, or agitation as well. But when we are at rest, we know we need to be alert. So stress, if also we need to sit and rest. But if we're not sitting and resting, when we go to 
bed at night, rest at night, then we are stressed, and that stress um, produces the cortisol because we we got all this other stuff on the mind anyway throughout the day that might be causing more stress, and we call it there's three types of stress: negative stress, positive stress, and neutral stress. So the neutral or the negative stress would be, you know, basically chronic stress. This is called episodic stress. Uh, there's acute stress. Acute stress is like stress of every day. Because we're going to be stressed. The stress will get not fed. You know, just putting the foot on the ground is um, basically tension or pressure exerted on the object. So foot to the ground. That's a demand on physical and mental energy. My mind had to say, get out of the bed. 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 Stand right up. Stand right up. Put foot on the ground. So that's stress. You know, just basically good stress. You know what I'm saying? It's just something that's going to happen throughout the day, the course of the day. Picking up a, a book, reading, uh, saying hello. You know, these are things that exert energy, mental, physical energy, some type of energy and motion. We say, I'm stressed, though, and we don't, sometimes we don't re- reflect on what is stress in general. You know what I'm saying? If it's not purposeful, why is it there? You know what I mean? If I don't need stress, you know, or why, you know, if I don't need to have it, in, if it's not a part of my natural life, you want to so I'm going to read this. This is out of the book called Adaptogens, Medical Herbalism by Donald R. Nguyen. Um, adaptogens are basically herbs, uh, different types of things, uh, also uh, mushrooms, you know, uh, different foods that that will help, like even ginseng um, is an adaptogen. It helps um, just the stress level of the cell adapt to anything. It helps the cell adapt to any type of changes that may come to it, abnormal changes that may affect it and make it degenerate. So by taking or supplementing with adaptogens or even eating adaptogens, you know, magnesium is a good one. And I supplement with um, potassium. But these are in food as well. This book, has, it goes in on, you know what I'm saying, different ailments that they will help with and everything. I'm not going to go into all that. But the book is called Adaptogens in Medical Herbalism. Adaptogens. A-D-A-P-T-O-G-E-N-S. Adaptogens. So right here it states um, on page 19, um, adaptogen and distress response. It says right here, all living creatures are in constant interchange with their surroundings. And it is this interchange that creates stress. The reality is that stress is simply a fact of nature. But over time, the need to continually adapt to change can disrupt an organism's metabolic balance. There's no way to avoid all stresses in life. Every organism must be able to adapt to changing environmental and social conditions in order to survive. However, from a biological point of view, stress can be neutral, negative, or even positive. All right? From a biological point of view, it can be neutral, negative, or positive. Negative stress has the ability to destabilize the entire organism, the entire human body, due to the hormones that are being formed and not utilized, um, effect but not utilized purposefully at that moment. All right, so when you get in these situations, certain stressors may be indicated prior if we are attentive or if we are knowledgeable of them, of those stresses, then we would notice what we are about to do or what we have done and then that intuitive, intuitive nature that we built from our experience and noticing those things. 
there again, stress, there's negative stress, positive stress, and neutral stress. There's no way to avoid stress in life. It's, all, it's always going to be there. Life, like I stated up here, life is full of what is termed as stressful situations. There's negative stress, positive stress, as well as neutral stress. But overall, in its true nature, stress equals life. So what we're going to have now, I'm going I'm to build up how stress equals life. All right, so we're looking at this word again, stress. So we're going to set rise, darkness rise. Also, let's look again at set and rest. So when I'm in a stressful situation, I need to set and rest, right? So that's what the word set that rest. Well, we're looking at it from um, a metaphysical point of view, away from the physical word stress, how it's defined, and everything being that it is defined as a pressure of tension that's exerted from any or another object from another object, and it's a demand on that physical, uh, demand on us physically and mentally. And then we, you know, we feel stressed or whatnot. It's good stress, bad stress, neutral stress. Good stress like lifting weights, you know what I'm saying, running. You know what I'm saying, that's good stress. And then it would be bad stress, uh, getting beat up or in a car accident, uh, argument, you know, stuff like that, bad stress. Uh, we call financial situations, you know, that's bad stress. Uh, you know, we, we always say stuff like that with my bills stressing me out or my child stressing me out or, uh, you know, this girl stressing me out. You know, we don't really see that it's really stressing in. So that's where it's coming from. And the stress is life. So this thing that we talk about is stressing me out is really something personal that is taking place within. Um, you say, but basically it's, uh, it, you know, it's hypothetical, but see, how, how can I explain? So look at it like this. Say, hypothetically speaking, you are, um, you have a friend that comes over, right? And they like, uh, they tell me that uh, they are being in a relationship with somebody. You know, they and they tell me about, and it may be a girl, maybe a man, whoever it is, but they're telling you about their significant other. Say it's a, a woman telling you about the significant other, the man, right? So you go with me and she's saying, yeah, you know, we've been together for 10 years and all this, and he's told me so much about him and everything. And then, you know, last year he finally told me, the situation that happened when he was five years old where he got, you know, beat up or and molested by his uncle and his dad or something, you know, something, I don't know, the hot speaking. And uh and um his dad was an alcoholic and his uncle was a drug you know, drug abuser or whatever, addicted drugs and drug use and all that. And then um he he's like fifty some years old now, you know, he's an older man but he, he's abusive and he's an alcoholic, you know what I'm saying? He, he does, he pops pills and all that. And uh, she's telling you, you know, all this situation, she just found out this like a year ago. Now she's realizing that the reason he's abusive and an alcoholic is because something that happened to him due to, you know, this traumatic event that happened to him when he was a younger age. And now he's going through this uh, emotional memory and replaying this this message over and over in his head like it still happens. You know what I'm saying? So she tells you about the story and, you know, she's like, now I see why he's beating me up or whatever. And he's always drinking and then he's coming there cussing, fussing, kicking, hollering, you know, telling me to where I can go and what I, well, who I am and all that. Well, let me see. Oh, that was my mercy. Thank you. 
rate, absolutely. Um, so she, she tells the story, and then she, you know, won't know how to go back home eventually, but she's like, she knows why he liked that now, and she just want to get, get rid of him, but she's still with him and everything. So although she's having this emotional, this, this, she's just locked, you know, in a bad relationship that's abusive, and he's an alcoholic, and now she knows why, and she is in agreement with that from an external point of view, all right? So the stress out, she's looking at life from an outward point of view and judging the situation from his perspective, saying this is what's wrong with him. So she, the energy, one, two, okay, so one is basically, again, that's, that's the um, that's the supreme, that's the that's the knowledge, that's the um, point of, 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 of of beginning, that's that's the initial energy, you know what I'm saying? So that's the all mind. Then two is the polarity, that's the vibration that changes and moves um, from the non movement, if you want to say, you know what I'm saying? It's not really non movement, but, but the energy environment of uh, what we would call um, uh, word. The, the word is, uh, oh, it just left my mind. Undifferentiated, <laughs> undifferentiated energy. So this undifferentiated energy matter or whatnot has uh, has the potential to become anything. So from that any step one, that undifferentiated energy matter folds over into two, the polarity or the opposition, duality, whatever you want to call it. But it's the so that two, when it is, it recognizes itself as it, as one and two, and reconciles or understands that one and two. And it builds three. Three is the energy that is needed to um, manifest and manipulate or change into the physical reality. Four. So one is the individual way to do with the original self or whatever, the zero really. But that one gets folded over, flipped into two, transformed into two, and went outside of itself, and not a physical reality, but its opposite self in the spiritual mean. So from there it came into a reconciliation or understanding. So what I'm going what I'm getting at is she the opposition maybe whatever not really opposition but it's the opposite of masculine and your that energy, the original energy, the spark. So that one, then that two the duality, the opposition, her being the opposition being the opposition, you know, she's getting beat up or whatever hit and cussed at and all that. When she reconciles and see why he does it, she's reconciling with the external stress. Apparently, since she understands what's going on in this life or the reconciliation, that means whenever people are in a relationship anyway, it doesn't matter if it's a couple like a man or a woman or if I'm a, I relate to something someone else says. That means we are related. We understand. We recognize what they say. So that recognition means that now we have an agreement. We've come to this agreement. Relationship, that means I relate to them because I have similar qualities or I have been through similar experiences. So therefore, I relate to this person that I am now in this relationship with. Right? Okay, so that relationship Whatever that relation relating to is a reconciliation. That's the understanding. Because when you 
necessarily people. It could be an event. It could be an object. Yet, because that's energy, you know what I'm saying? That energy, you relate to the energy, the three. All right? So that energy then builds and forms into the physical reality. The energy is like the desire to do that thing that we want to do as four. That's that four, one, two, three, four. And where, again, one plus two is three. Three plus four is seven. Seven plus three is ten. One and zero. So it goes back to that one, which would be that initial spark. You know what I'm saying? So that initial spark was already has had already generated four. He just wanted to go through the experience of two and three so they could acknowledge what was popping off in the first place. You know what I mean? So four is already there. It's just we may need opposition in order to reconcile within ourselves and what we would claim to be different, but yet it's not different because we had to relate to it in the first place to know the similarities within ourselves and the disagreement that we were having with the opposition. So in essence, what is taking place with her information that she had gained, she had gained the information related to it, but due to certain blockages or whatnot, obstacles that may be in the way, she does not recognize it in her own self. Her own, her own uh, inner unhappiness is really the, the reason why she is with this um, abusive male because she has some type of flaw, past incident that keeps her in an abusive relationship. You know what I'm saying? Or him in a, an abusive relationship. It, it, it can be vice versa. But that's just a hypothetical story, but Basically, since she reconciles it externally, she also needs to, or he needs to reflect intuitively and say, well, if I can see that within that person, what's wrong with me? Or what, where's the stressor in my life that's causing me to be or do certain things in this way where I'm not happy or pleased externally? You know what I'm saying? It's all, it all goes into our internal reality. So stress, all right? But that said rest again. Rest. What happens when we rest? We produce melatonin. Yeah. So melatonin again, that dark substance, darkness rising. So when we rest, sit and rest, we are going into depressive defending nervous system versus getting all that cortisol or those stress hormones going in the body where we are and they're not act they're not functionally necessary or actively necessarily at that moment. Then it turns into toxic waste or, or future reality that is no that we are not using. So that stress flows over into stressed out or into a you know physical reality. All right, so stress sit rest to form melatonin again at night. Melatonin is a dark substance. The dark substance is also to be kundalini, kundalini rise or life basically. You know, Kundalini is the energy within the physical body that, that goes up the so-called seven chakras or the endocrine zone and goes up and then cycles back down. Everything flows in a cycle. So that perpetual cycle is stretched as well as movement. You know what I'm saying? When the movement is proper, it formulates light. Okay? So stress, what do we do when we sit and rest? We form melatonin. What is melatonin? Melatonin again is darkness rising with melanin, basically. But we can also look at it like um, melatonin essence. Essence is formed by means of, again, um, well, melatonin is formed by, again, pinealine and um, tryptophan 
intermixing and forming another tone. So when that happens, idolines is um, initially formed by the sixth gland, all right, so the prostate and uterus. So when we are stimulated sexually, we form pinaline. That pinaline goes up or whatever, it's mixed with the cerebral spinal fluid, and eventually hits up in there in the you know, hypothalamus region, and it gets dipped by, you know, dipped in the fat top, by pinaline gland gets fat size down in there, and, and we form uh, eventually melatonin and whatnot with pinaline But what is sex hormone? Again, we look at the word sex. Is actually six Latin. So six is equivalent to, and from my own perspective, S the turkey. Okay, um, we are talking about the six elements. Element is carbon, carbon. Carbon is brown. Carbon is brown. Right. So when we talk, when we're talking about carbos and brown, we're talking about melanin being carbon. Like right? carbon elements, we all know that you know six is six or whatever. Six neutrons, six electrons, six protons. You know what I'm saying? So that's what that is. But we're also talking about the essence. All right? So sexual energy is equivalent to six energy. That would be equivalent from an esoteric point of view, from my own perspective, to carbon. Carbon being melanin or dark energy. All right? So that six energy, dark energy is essence. It's initially or it's in, in, I mean, uh, essentially, S means what? Essence. Essence means hidden, like esoteric or esoteric. All right, so the esoteric, the hidden essence, the hidden sense, the hidden sense, the sixth sense, if you will. All right, so even the word six backwards, the six, S-E-X, X-E-S, ses, 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 S, all right, as well as um. S I S S is, but we have those on the S in there. So the S is hidden. The hidden energy, the hidden light, that common rock. All right, so rock, rock, rest. We talk about set, rest, rest, ras, R A S means to rise. So set means darkness. In medical, 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 set under the moon rising. The essence rising properly. So life, essence. So that's how I relate stress to life and not to stress it out from a particular situation of life, but to convert that energy and look at it from a creative perspective, if you will, you know, using the word create, yet still from an energy transference point of view, how all things are interconnected. So how is my energy transforming and transferring into the physical activity that's taking place? Okay? So she or he did not acknowledge or recognize and reconcile with their own differences. So, therefore, they had to come to us or you, you know, and, and, and then, you know, go through this peer mediation and pretty much vent the situation out, which is not going to help the situation. I call it ad difficult to entry, maybe, to certain. But what we're doing is speaking something that is still on a lower vibration back into existence. In place of internalizing and really meditating on what's taking place and being intuitive about the matter and working on the situation from an internal um, perspective and, and seeing that it is um, pretty much uh, forecasted and then brought form to form from 
within. And that's that's that is from the life point of view, why life why I'm going to relate stress to life. Because life you cannot have a, a, you can't get out of bed without stress. You can't go to bed without stress. You know, that's the last person last thing to do is the day. You know what I'm saying? Even when we go to the sleep state, there will be a level of what we call stress or movement basically. So any pressure or tension exerted on another object is some type of stress. So any movement, you know what I'm saying, will be stressful. Again, acute stress is basically, you know, everyday things, you know, um, getting in the car, you know, things like that. It could be exhilarating, exciting type of stress. It could be foreboding and sad, you know, whatever. But if from high to low, it's everything in life has some type of stress. Again, um, neutral stress, positive stress, negative stress. From a health point of view, with negative and positive, uh, neutral stress will be like, Someone negative stress would be um, a lot of the law, especially in the community. We don't notice it, but we are we are we tend to eat when we have an emotional issue take place, and we might overeat or indulge in certain um, food items that are not necessarily healthy, but due to that, you know, emotional um, memory sickness that might took place when we were younger, but Whatever that meal or, or that that item of food was that saturated us in that made you know made us happy and satisfied, we we may still um, have a fond memory of that as we get older and we, we still go to that. It, it might be ice cream, it could be that hamburger from whatever fast food restaurant, it might be spaghetti. But some of these items, these food items, are not necessarily healthy for us mentally, physically, spiritually, or emotionally. You know, everything's interconnected. So these things, especially in this day and time, that are that have uh, that we are still adapting to, you know, what I'm saying? so that's stress, and that's the stress adapt, the stress response on certain things in our physical reality now that are somewhat new, you know, like uh, like the um, fast food industry and manufacturing these different or processing these foods, even driving cars, you know, certain things like that, sitting in chairs for long periods of time, and flying and stuff. You know, these things are, are new, fairly new to the masses, like you talked about. So when we're doing this, this stuff on a day-to-day, you know, it does affect our body. We're not meant to sit in a chair for 12 hours out of the day. That's half the day of sitting down. You know what I'm saying? If I'm at a job eight hours or school, you know, and I'm sitting down for those eight hours and I go home and I sit down and watch TV, eat, and everything, that's 12 hours right there. You know, so I got 12 hours left. I'm on, I've got to sleep, so that means, what, six to eight hours. So that's basically 12 plus eight, 18. I mean, uh, yeah, 12 plus eight is 20. So that's 20. You got four more hours. And that's probably been spent somewhere in between in transition, you know, if I'm, if I'm going to get those eight hours of sleep or, or, or whatever. And that, and that goes again. But that's that will be I'm talking about that in a second. Uh, something about some actually there about sleeping. But uh, that stress, that uh, positive, I mean negative stress, could be caused by that. It's the bad health, you know, emotional or emotional eating disorder. Then the positive stress would be um, attempting to or realizing, recognizing again, seeing that one and two. You know, the opposite, the original energy is is you, that diva. Or 
inner happiness. I don't even need food. You know what I'm saying? All I need is just air, basically. Before we jumped into the physical uh, arena of life, we were at peace. We were happy about who we were inside. It didn't matter about, you know, this touch field type of reality, the smell and seeing type thing. So that's the, that would be, you know, another aspect of stress somewhere. But the positive stress would be starting to, uh, like, supplement or change the lifestyle, you know, um, get help with the situation that may occur in the past or whatever it is, you know, uh, realizing that that took place and accepting it and moving on and going getting better with with the life. But then also um, supplement, like I said, um, changing up a lot of things. That would be a positive, that would be positive stress. Neutral stress is when the individual way to do stuff or whatnot. That person has built up the immunity properly, so the external reality is now formed in harmony. The internal reality is in harmony, and the external sense is now in check, there's less stressors, you know, that's going to affect them, affect them internally. So now we are in a neutral state because now that the external reality and the internal reality are in agreement, and we see that the energy is changing from within and out. So we now harmonize with this in order to see what's going on inside and also outside because all of this is in a cycle. So all of it rotates perpetually in the same cycle, yet we have to be on the cycle for individually. Uh, you know, for one, because everyone is an individual, but also the cycle that corresponds to our higher nature or our true self, our true nature. Alright, so that would be neutral stress. Neutral stress is when we come to um, basically home um, homeostasis, and we are um, balanced. Alright, and that balance brings about balak. Balak is a uh, you know, the boss is Lord of life. So you be the Lord of your life. When you balance um, the external reality that stress out with the stress in. The stress in is again the essence. Essence is the hidden sense. The hidden sense will also could be in agreement with the quintessential essence. Basically, in that quintessential goes back to quanta or quinta. That would be quantum. And when we talk about quantum, we're talking about quantum physics. But when we speak on quantum physics, it's two elements in quantum physics that are very important. That's dark energy and dark matter. So dark energy goes and reflects back into darkness rising or stress, that stress rising. So that dark energy is rising, and that will be stress. That's light. When light or dark energy is moving, it is expanding. So it is creating, and it is moving in abundance and, 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 being, and creating Fruition, if you will, the energy transform, transformation from the energy or dark energy into dark matter and then inevitably into the physical matter that we call objects and also place, time, and events because all that fits into the objective of what we think of as physical reality and place, time. Hold one. I have someone at my door. Hold
All right, we's back. I'm back. Um, once again, Black Water, another magician, and we're gonna get back with Red. Set rest, darkness rising. All right, darkness rising, equivalent to Kundalini rising or the essence rising. When the essence is in harmony and is rising, the cycle is is complete. You know, the circle, the circle of life going properly. Circle the essence of life going properly. Circle the essence. And what will inevitably happen again is the essence or essence again hidden and sense, the hidden sense, so that's the sixth sense. That's the most natural sense, that's the intuitive part of ourselves, so that's the right brain. But that goes back to um set rest, darkness rising, that melatonin, that melanin. So melanin is queen, or again, yin means lady or queen. The Sumerian name means queen's lady, and male means black, so that black queen, that black lady. When we're looking at certain situations in life right now, we're going to get into a little bit of what happens going on in the media and how it relates to stress and darkness rising as well. Um, with the hurricanes, though, this recent, you know, information going on, you know how we do here. We look at the words. We go deeper into... What's really taking place by going into the etymology, the hidden information, the hidden light of the intelligence field, that Amun Ra, that Ra. So the hidden, the dark information, the hidden information. Let's look at Harvey first, since that was the initial, that was the first one, tropical storm of 2017, if I'm not mistaken, the touchdown and everything. Looking at the word Harvey alone, um, from its European um, origin in England, it came from the Old French Hermit, and that's from Old Britain, Aruye, right? But it means battle worthy, battle worthy, right? So the battle in why somebody worthy? What does worthy mean, though? So, what is worthy means recognition, having or showing the qualities of abilities that merit recognition. So, when somebody is worthy of something, that means they have been recognized that they have the qualities or ability to perform at that specified for that specified or specific purpose. So, someone is worthy. Put, be put in this position or to hold this spot because they have been recognized for the possibility to do the thing for that position. But something is battle worthy, that means that it is recognized to be worthy for battle or is recognized for battle or the quality abilities for battle. But it's Harvey. Uh, Harvey, we're looking at it from, we did the stress from a definitive and also from a metaphysical and also from an intuitive um, definition of essence, from essence from the point of view of stress and essence. But we're going to go even deeper into the word stress and how it reflects on certain things that also are connected to the hurricanes going on. So hurricane, even the word is karu, ka-ni. So hera is karu. So we're dealing with light. Then we also dealing with Ka, spirit. Or Ra first, and then Ka, spirit. And Ne, or Nu, will be the unlimited and 
energy matter, energy matter was that water that moved the neuron, that uh, you know, saying that primeval water. So huru or hurry hura ka, so that's light, um, spirit, and that's the ka and ra. Ra is sun or life force energy. Her can be um, man or mountain as well as light. But her being light, Ra, life force energy, Ka, spirit, and new primeval waters. So the primeval waters of light, of life, and spirit, the hurricane. Spinning and spiraling and, you know, centrifugal and centripetal going both ways, you know. Yang, you know I'm probably creating that, that life thing, but that's the same thing going on within our physical composition from the rooter to the tuber. There's some type of spiral in aspect. You go to the pomegranate, and you have this spiral thing going into that aqua. You go to the anus with the butt. Oh, you got a spiral thing going into that area as well. All the orifices, all the nine orifices or nine gates, two eyes, two nostrils. Some type of spiral effect going into the vision, looking at it, but it actually flips upside down and this spiral and goes into the equipment. Breath is spiral. You know, breath is spiral because when you see a leaf going, it goes all over the place. I mean, just, that's wind, but that's the same thing we're breathing in, so it's spiraling into the lungs. DNA and everything. We're going to get into that. That helix, double helix, you know I'm saying elliptical, uh, like a flip, series A and series B. That's elliptical pattern that's formed in that as well as by being made it, you know, it's coming streamlined from series A as it as it imploded and turned into the white book. I'm not mistaken, but that energy came down that magnetic line now is formed into the physical sun that we see as as a the gateway or the portal, that dark hole, black hole that's behind it, you know, vortex is actually pulling light in essence, from this area to form what we look at physically as that thought, as that light. But in actuality, if you ever do a sun gaze, you'll notice that it is really a black light up there, a black substance, you know, a dark substance up there. It's not really solely a type of light that's illuminating that we look at. So it's a black sun, and it's a dark sun. That's that black dot as well, the thin. Alright? So, Hall V, Hall V. From hurricane to Harvey, so hurricane, light, uh, life force, uh, um, the primeval waters of life, the life force of light. You know what I'm saying? So that's the hidden light of the heaven. We go right back to who we are internally, externally, and indigenously from the uh, origin of ourselves naturally within and all things around us. Because we are all interconnected, everything is, but it is, everything is everything. Right, but Harvey, the word Harvey, the name Harvey, if we will, Harvey means being battle-worthy. But let's look at it from the point of view of metaphysically, away from just the word Harvey. So that's very phonetically close to Harvey or Yahweh, right? When we, look at, when we think about the word Yahweh or Yahweh, we thought we were thinking about, you know, Hebrew or the Bible and, or, and Torah, the, the Kabbalah. You know, there's no book called the Kabbalah or whatever, but um, we're speaking on Yahweh, I am that I am. But the word Yahweh rise also from the word Haya, 
due to the fact that um, when Moses was told by Yahweh to go to his people and, and tell them to Pharaoh and say, I am sent you, he was like, how am I going to say I am sent you? So he re- so to speak, the God, I am that I am, or Yahweh said, would tell him he is to send you. And he is essentially means, um, comes from the root Hayate, which means to be or life, Hayate, life again. All right, so we're looking at Harvey, higher life. We're looking at Highway, Hawa. Hawa is the life. Uh, it's also another name for Eve, Hawa. And also Nekaba. Nekaba, I think, is the um, Aramaic, and Hawa may be the, um, the church, if I'm not mistaken. I'm mistaken, but you have to look into that. I'm just coming off top right now. But Hawa is hair. Hey, it goes into hair which is life or spirit, you know what I'm saying? So spirit, essence, again, so that's that life essence, highway, Yahweh, all right, or Harvey. So Harvey can be transliterated or translated into Yahweh. Yahweh means I am that I am, or he is, but not he, speaking on the masculine in that state of mind, because Yahweh is actually the masculine and feminine interjoined. And we do, if you are doing research and you've been around for a couple of days, you heard Dr. Aline speak on it very, um, very strongly, how Yahweh or Yahshua is equivalent to Yahweh um, being bridged together into the human form by way of Shu, the breath. Right, so Yahweh is the masculine, feminine energy being interconnected and bridged together by Shu or Yahshua, all right? You know, so Yahweh, Yahweh is, uh, again, life or what what we we just get to a a simple way of saying what is Yahweh, I am that I am or whatever, talking about life, so that's essence. All right, so the essence. Now we're looking at the word, the next, Hurricane, the one that just, uh, is, I guess it's still floating around the east, I'm not sure, but that's Irma. So Irma, when we're looking at it, we're going from first, we're going to look at it from an etymological point of view. So that Irma, e, I mean, I-R-M-A, comes from the word, that's from where Irma comes from the word Irma. The German word Irma comes from the word Irma, and that's from Irma true. But Irma, or Emma means um, whole or universal. So we got, this is, again, it's a dramatic name in the element E-R-E-M-E-N, and that's the same as in Irma, Ermin or German, E-German, D-E-R-M-A-N. Ermin means whole or universe. Remember, what was the symbol of uh, the Germans or the Nazis? It was a swastika. What does a swastika? Swastika really means. It means universal or whole being or whatnot. You know what I'm saying? So talking about the well-being of all, that's what that swastika is. not really a, a German or a Nazi symbol. It actually came from Africa. You know what I'm saying? It's a symbol of life and how all four directions are interconnected, especially four directions. But then they interconnect on that spin, on that circle. If you connect it, you have that. You have, uh, you know, some people pervert it and make it to, to be something so physical that you, we are blinded. When we are looking at the physical 
um, reality for that in this the way it is, what is given to us, and we agree to it, as just that, then we can be blinded by what we're in, a, in, a, in, a, in taking, and it can be stressful because we are not uh, attuned to or in harmony with the physical and the spiritual or the intelligence that created that. Um, something that Dr. Muwato Ashley wrote in, in the book um, Comedic Diet, was one of the first pages is talk about stress. Stress and people that have stress are stressful for one reason. They lack knowledge of self. And when I think about self, I, I always go back to the essence. I don't think about my name, my personality, my form, people I know, you know, stuff like that. That's not self, you know what I'm saying, who I, where I come from. Uh, it don't even really relate to where I come from exactly in the perspective of what we call, so, so to speak, Africa or something like that. It's not, that's not um, what is meant by self. When I look at self, I'm talking about my original being, my original self or whatnot. What, what is that? What's my original self? What's the original self? That would be the self. So that self, or what we call it, self, Kael, the spirit of God. You know what I'm saying? That spirit of God, that's that life, that essence. So, again, when we came into this thing, we were whole. We were universal. Mental, physically, we were one. You know what I'm saying? And that's Again, that's thermal. It comes from the word emma, where ermen means whole or universe. So, or universal, meaning all. You know what I'm saying? So the all. So we're going to go into the hermetic principles in a second, the three hermetic principles, the first three anyway. So that's the all of mind, a vibration, and the law of correspondence, uh, or the principle of correspondence. So when we when we are relating these, again, these three hurricanes, because there's another one coming up in a second. Let's look at these names again. So the first one again is the battle worthy. Another way of looking at Irma, well, even the way it's spelled I-R-M-A, it is a name that means, in, in the German, but it is the name of the goddess of war. Hmm. Or are they trying to tell us something? And you got you to also gotta go back, I'm going to go back in a second and look at these dates. You know what I'm saying? Because this is, this is stress, but it's darkness rising. They try to utilize our energy darkness, you know what I'm saying, against us. So it goes down. So when we're looking at stress in instead of stressing out, then that energy, that emotion is converted from a negative, so-called negative stress or negative situation into a positive situation, positive stress, so we can neutralize or harmonize both realities, that one, two. That one is that initial spark. You know what I'm saying? It ain't really negative stress. It's just life and it's the experience to adapt to things in life that are coming. All right? So when that one now sees the opposition, which is the opposite of itself, it comes into agreement with the three. Now we go back to, we're going to get to the date today, but let's go back to Irma. So Irma means. It will Irma means um, universal or um, whole, you know what I'm saying? So holistic, you know what I'm saying? Uh, whole also is hologram or holy, you know what I'm saying? So whole, when we're looking at it from the perspective of um, the word H-O-L, not saying that it digs a hole or whatever, so that means it's, it's empty. But anything that's empty, when you put something in, empty means blocked. 
one, two, three, four, all the things. But, okay, so, again, goddess of war, Irma. Let's look at it from an intuitive perspective as well as etymology. I-R changed to U-R, and then we have M-A. That's light, earth, and ma, or move, water. Light and water. But also what we're looking at is Irma, move, earth. So that's mother and father, but also light, or, or again, earth, light, that's fire, then moon, water, so fire, water, sun, and moon, all right? What we just we go through, a solar eclipse, a full solar eclipse, right? And then we went to, we had a full moon on August 6th. Today, some may not have known this, but we had a lunar eclipse on August 7th. At night. So check this out. What day was the um the solar eclipse on? It was on the twenty first of uh, August, if I'm not mistaken. Hold on. Yeah. Yeah, twenty first of August. All right, so we got this solar eclipse on the 21st of August. And then, on again, August 6th, we had a full moon. And then a, a lunar eclipse on August 7th. So we have the sun and the moon. We have the father and the mother. We have both eyes of the root, basically. Let's look at this. No, I'm going to wait. Okay, Jose. Jose. Let me get back to that, though. Jose is J-O-S-E. Jose basically means um, may God give abundance, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah, yeah, may God give increase, right? Increase. That means to add on. What does dark energy do? Dark energy expands, Right? So Kundalini energy also does what? Brings forth life. When it is moving in its perpetual cycle properly, right? So this life cycle, that circle of life is flowing properly, and there's no stoppages like, you know what I'm saying? Whenever there's a, you know, they say that the whole thing is about to um, change, the energy, you know, the, the chain is only as strong as its uh, weakest link. So that chain, if it's in a circle and that weakest link, has some type of energy blockage, it will cause or affect the remaining things in the chain, basically. But so when it's perpetually moving in a type of property, it's always formed and you know that's harmony. So that's that three and that, that's that four. The energy being harmonized physically by way of one coming for eventually but acknowledging itself in this opposition and then recognizing when recognizing and acknowledging itself in the opposition of two and one it then creates through that energy of recognizing, you know what I'm saying, physical reality will manifest. But Jose means increase. God may God give increase. Right? Jose or, or how would you say it, you know what I'm saying? Some people say Jose, but Jose, Jose Cuevo, you know what I'm saying? They're good tequila. Very good. All three try to take a bath and don't drink too much. Don't drink. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I know how it is. So we gotta get it. Every once in a while, 
Don't make it a habit, like it's in the cycle. You know what I'm saying? But all right, Jose. Increase. So you got poverty, battle worthy. That means there is the person or the situation has potential to and is worthy to go to battle. So has the quality, the potential, the ability to battle. That is Harvey or Yahweh, and that's life. But what has the potential to battle? Ain't but one thing, it says no weapon form again in the Bible. I think it's what it's called, no weapon form against, right? So what is that no weapon form? No weapon. If there is no weapon form against me, then what am I? Who am I? I am that I am. Because if there is no weapon form against me, then that means I have to be Yahweh. You have to be Yahweh. You have to be I am that I am if there is a weapon form against you, right? Because you are all things. So that means all things are external to you. Are you internally or that is you? So it can't be anything outside of you that's going to go against you or make you fearful because you are that thing in the first place. You are that object that is outside of yourself, that outstretch, that's stressing you out. It's really that in stress that you create. So we want to create good stress or neutral stress basically with we have to get that internal reality on checking on line properly so, so we can see the external reality flow into that neutral stress from the positive stress being exchanged from negative stress. You know what I mean? Talking about Harvey, Harvey is battle worthy. So that means life, basically. What is battle worthy again? There's no weapon formed against. So that's life. No weapon formed against Yahweh or Yahweh. I am that I am or higher. Life or spirit, intelligence. No weapon formed against that. You can't, you can't defeat God, so to speak, that's what you want to call it, but you can't defeat yourself. You know what I'm saying? There's, there's no, you can't test God. That's you. You know what I'm saying? Or God is. We go through experiences in life, but that is only there because we put them there. You know what I'm saying? And we have to go through them because we need those notches or whatever. You know what I'm saying? We need to put that up. Okay, we did that. You know, my checklist, you know, to do things, you know what I'm saying, my, my budget list, get this out, like, you know, okay, I'm going to get that, you know what I'm saying, already get that once or twice, that's easy, you know what I'm saying, get that to 100 million, I remember that, you know, some of the things we've done so many times, we just, it just popped out of the DNA, eventually, where we become so accustomed to it that we recognize it and we automatically relate to it, and then, you know, that opposition or whatever was being turned into harmony because you can do it. So easily, fluidly. You know, some people are born with the ability to draw or write poems and all these different things like that, due to having that ability in their DNA already. All right. All right, so that's life. Harvey is life. Again. Then we got God is a war. God is a war, really talking about the physical war like that, you know what I mean? It's talking about that spiritual war. There's a spiritual war going on, a mental and spiritual war happening. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of the information I might talk about is the brothers and sisters within the conscious intelligent community may speak on um, is based on the fact that there is a, a, some type of, if you want to call it, war on man. And, and the weapon that is, you know, again, there's no weapon formed against man, but guess what the weapon that's not formed against man is? And that is his own self. So basically that weapon is life. But it ain't a weapon that should be we should be opposed to, or that is our opposition, that's going to create some type of um, some type of 
disharmony in our life. It should be it should be harmonized to be able to recognize. But you know, of course, since we don't see everything outside of ourselves as who we are, before we even get here, this shit was going to be popping off. You know, it was already forming. It's already been taking place. It's already taking place before we get here. This is just one way of looking at it from this uh, angle, you know, from a physical point of view. Yahweh is life or uh, Hayek life. Then God is a war. War is talking about um, two opposing sides coming together, and that's reconciliation. But then increase. So, Jose. Jose, may God give increase. So, life giving increase by way of God's war, of melody, or the darkness rising. So, life is the essence. So, when the essence, or like melatonin, is properly introduced to the body at night, you get that ample amount of sleep through the night. Then, that melatonin being produced, we um, get healthy. Basically, melatonin is a free radical scavenger as well as the antioxidant and the anti-inflammation in my body. And I give enough sleep at night that God is a war coming in that terrifying in that battle, spinning, you know what I'm saying, Irma going to do things in the cells and shit. Get that, you know, those cells back proper and online healthy and juiced up. All right, so that God is a war, that melanin or that melatonin, you know, melanin means men again, baby or goddess, you know what I'm saying, black. Um, mellow or mellows, so or dark, you know what I'm saying? So dark goddess, you know what I'm saying? So that dark goddess, that goddess of war, come on in, melatonin comes on in at night, you know what I'm saying? Darkness, set, rest, sit and rest while we're sleeping and resting, and start cleaning, purifying the body. So when the body, body, um, speaking of spirit and contributing, demon contributing, body, um, soul. So contributing to the soul. So when we contribute to the soul in that manner, in in that positive stress, and we allow those energies, like melatonin, what, what the other energies that are produced while we're um, at rest, to actually activate, then yeah, the next day we're going to see external reality starting to pop off and starting to activate as well in the natural way, in harmony. You know, what I'm saying some harmony things we might look at that's harmonizing. We, and we, especially if we're not in tune, in tune with ourselves, we might look at it as negative stress. You know what I'm saying? But then we become victim again. All things that are externalized in the form of reality is a stressor, but it doesn't have to be looked at as real bad. We can all, we can look at everything as neutral once we get to that point. So we have to first know that the energy, or what we call energy in motion, is us in the first place, but it's connected and it's it is the essence as well. So, life or essence, God, melanin, and God is, uh, Irma, you know, Harvey, Irma, so that's the masculine and the feminine, and then Jose or Jesus, son. All right, so Irma also is married, if you look at the word. And it also is talking about army. It's also where we get the word army, Irma. So, God is a war, again, but army, or, you know what I'm saying, what is it called again? Or mission, or whatever, the militia, the army. So, army, Irma. Army is talking about the extension of something, arm. You know what I'm saying? So, it's something going from one place to another, extension, extending, increasing. So, Jose is the increasing. Jose, Jesus, is the son of Mary and Joseph. But also, we're looking at 
but that's masculine principles, battle worthy. Then we have Irma, whole or universal, but it's also the God of war. Battle worthy, God of war. Then may God give increase. So may God give abundance or add on. And what is increase? That's expanding. So that's going back to once that increase is a, it has occurred, it goes to four, but it also goes back to one. One, two, three, four, but all right, is one. So it goes back to one or that initial energy, that spark, that I am, that I am, or that life, that essence, that sixth sense, that uh, intuitive nature, that emotion that was uh, inert, so to speak, in its initial state, in its original state. That emotion is energy emotion, but it's undifferentiated in this matter that has not been formalized into something physical as of yet by the physical entity that will bring it into the existence of the or the arena of life physically. And that it's already been formulated because we see the things in our mind. You know, so that's where a lot of our emotions or our frustrations come from because we have a picture of what we want is be captivated or captured over in the um, in the fourth dimension of time and space. And physically we hear in the third dimension like, ah, oh, well, I see this thing over there in time and space and dream world and all that, but we can't touch it. Because we haven't tapped into what we call the fifth dimension, basically, but that's the realm of light energy, where breath is, is coming into time space, what we call breath or intelligence, dark energy. Dark matter is coming into time space and then forming over into what we feel and see and, and touch or uh, taste and, and smell and all that, it's dealing with the sensations of this reality. So, we got life, or we got battle worthy. We got God of the war, and then we have increase. We have life. We have, well, we have the essence of life. We have life, then we have the essence of life, the mother principle, um, the hidden essence, and then we have the activated physical life in the increase from life and the essence being introduced. Remember, ambionic fluid is what the baby is eating in the womb for a period of time. You know what I'm saying? Pumping in and out with that. In biblical cord, in biblical cord, you know what I'm saying? I am that I am, or going to Emma, or um, Irma, right, again. So, these three names are significantly connected to um, something happening spiritually within. There is a mental and spiritual war going on. So, they're putting these things right there in front of my face. Again, what took place uh, in August 21st? Solar eclipse, which took place on August 6th, um, full moon, and August 7th, lunar eclipse. So, what's the significance of that? Does it have any significance in our physical reality and things that we're participating with? We got to look back. We got to go back with the, uh, somewhat like Sufism and some esoteric um, rituals that were, we participated with back in the day. Ancestrally speaking, you know what I'm saying, and uh, in Kemet as well as in Kush, and all you know, and all over as far as in our indigenous rites, as far as rituals are concerned, we did perform um, rituals that were based on or corresponded with certain star groups, and this star group in particular is Sirius that we are corresponding to right now, and I, what I'm talking about is with these dates. So what? Taking place in this period of time, August 21st. In actuality, you got to look at July 3rd or July 4th first. 
What's going on with July 3rd and July 4th? We have a ritual of um, the indignation of the Nile. On July 4th, they say that's when the increase of the waters starts to take place. The increase of the Nile, right? So I'm going to go, let me find this first. You go in this book, uh, Egyptian Mystic Secrets of the Way, by Mustafa Badala, that role by the writer, Mustafa Badala. Badala. Alright, so um speaking on uh, I mean August twenty third. August twenty first. First of all, let's just go back to um June. June twenty second or twenty first. Twenty first, that's the summer soul. So thirteen days after that is July fourth. Alright, so July third, July fourth. The first teardrop or the first dropping of water into the Nile is on June seventeenth. Alright, so that's the first teardrop. Then we go up to um, July 3rd or July 4th, 13 days after the summer solstice, that is when the Nile starts to flood. All right, so the indignation begins. On August 22nd, that is, um, that is the end of a mesoret. I mean, the 16th mesoret is uh, August 22nd, but that is the end of the festival of Muled, um that takes place from from um, August. What would be? It would be August 15th to August 22nd. Yeah, so that's eight days. The eight day period of festival that they will that we ran back in the day uh, for ritualistic purposes, dealing with that water rising and the um, the connection with the energies from what we call subdebt or series, series A, series B. Subdebt is S-E-P, P-E-T, if I'm not mistaken, and that's a very phonetically, or uh, not phonetically, but uh, very closely um, similar to how you would write um, September, the month that we are in. And I'm going to get into why that has significance with what's going on as well. So, all right, from July 3rd to August 22nd, the August 22nd is the last day of the festival, recognizing the um, the end of the rainy season in Ethiopia or Kush and in, um, in Egypt or Kenya. So, the, the Nile is going to start to slowly go down or recede from the 22nd, but that's the end of the rainy season. So, the rainy season is over, and that festival starts in August 15th, which is actually the Orthodox Church celebrates the Assumption Day on August 15th. All right, so they're talking about Mary or the Lady Mary, Mariam, Irma, Mariam is M-E-R-I-A-M, Irma, Mary, again, you know, you can look at it, invert it, you know what I'm saying? Look at these words, every angle. Don't just, you know, oh, Irma comes through, about to get some, got to get some water, you know, so the first thing we look for is some water, right? You know what I'm saying? So you go into the most pure aspect about the trying to purify before the catastrophe coming and wipe my ass up out of here real quick, you know what I'm saying? Something like that. I mean from a um in general from the perspective of the lower sense and, and not having knowledge of being stressed out instead of having stress in. Sure, I am like, oh shit, Irma, that's what's up. God's the war, melody coming. That's what's up. Dog is driving, this gig, let's do it. Now, you know what I'm saying, but look <laughs> 
you know, so from um, July 3rd to August 22nd is actually 50 days, and that's Pentecost. So we know that the 49 and 50, 50 days are very significant esoterically, but also that's what we reflect on as far as our, in our ancient rituals. These rituals are, are, are ours, you know what I'm saying? We developed these things back in the day. But what is going on with this 49 and 50 is the um, flip on series A and series B, the holistical or the holistic, the holistic turn or that spin takes place every 49 years. So we just round, I guess it's certainly just rounded off to 50, you know what I'm saying? So July 3rd to August 22nd is a 50-day Pentecost. In reflection or relating to, corresponding to, this 49 years that it takes for Series A and Series B to make that flip. Uh, 7 times 7 is 49, you know what I'm saying? So when we talk about seven chakras, or those seven so-called chakras, we talk about the energy going up. But when that seven is mirrored, seven and seven, we have 49. All right, so 49, seven and seven, and then you have life. You have physical and spiritual in this agreement and harmony. So one and four is now recognizing yourself to functions and capabilities of that opposition, seeing and relating that it is one in the first place. But when we're looking at this external reality and we don't see it that it is us, it's going to cause confusion and, and create more chaos, more uh, fear or whatever. And we ain't going to want to go outside in the rain or whatever. We're going to find a way to be reactive instead of proactive or not active in that in that state of uh, neutral or, I mean, not neutral, in that state of positive negative stress. But we're not going to be harmonizing and neutral as it were. Uh, so that's August 22nd. So from July 3rd to August 22nd, 50 days. What took place? 21st, August 21st, solar um, flip. Also, what was taking place, Harvey was going on a little bit up under me. You know what I'm saying? They actually got to America or to uh, uh, the Gulf around there in Texas on August 25th, if I'm not mistaken. You know what I'm saying? We also got to look at this Texas-Utah connection and Georgia connection right here with Jade Ham. Remember, Jade Ham, when we looked at the enemy states, Texas and Utah, and I think New Mexico were the enemy states, and this simulated war thing. But we got this battle-worthy, and then we got the God to war coming in, and then we got may God give increase at the, at the end of this thing, right? So all of this is in conjunction with rituals that we performed back in the day, they ain't had nothing to do with no catastrophic death type thing. We just talk about life and then, you know, sunlight coming down, water coming down, giving us this in the nation. At the end of the day, the nation, we're going to have all types of crops, food, vegetables. We're going to be able to live off of this for this, for this cycle of, of winter, you know, Thanksgiving, you know, since we got this abundance, this increase coming in right here. Now we can give thanks in November, the 27th, when no syrup. It's about to go in for a little minute. The blood, you know, within the light of root, about to go in for a minute and hibernate throughout winter. So when that sun is resurrected or starts to resurrect on the 25th or whatever, that sun starts to come back up and it still stays the sun in the still solstice, then it starts to personify back as life energy again so we start to get back out there in that, that mode of movement. But in these rituals, 
what they do is they put that fear thing in So even if we ain't going to recognize or reconcile or understand with that three energy, that that first energy was that still energy or that essence that was created before we even got here physically, we was already formulating this shit. You know what I'm saying? Now we got to tap into these negative situations physically out there and get that positive by meditating when these things happen. Deep breathing, calming down. You know what I'm saying? Not doing what the masses are doing in general. You know, be prepared. You know, better safe than sorry, but don't go on it. You, you know what I'm saying? Build off of it. Don't destroy it. You know, add on. I, I ain't gonna go to the grocery store and be like, man, I hope, I hope uh, you know, they got some, some water. You know what I'm saying? That's, I ain't even looking for water when I go to the grocery store. I, I think I got some potatoes or something. I walked out with one thing, and everybody else in there was 30 quarts, and I'm like, man, what's going on? I didn't really know what was happening. Yeah, you know, I'm going to have a, a TV and stuff. I got the word, though. It was a couple of days ago. I got the word. I was like, what's going on? Oh, uh-oh. You got it. <laughs> but uh, 50 days. That's the 22nd, 21st. But also, Irma was going on in that realm. Around the time, solar eclipse was going on. So all that energy, that's the solar energy, burning. That's their earth, that light, okay? Then we go to August 6th. August 6th, that was the full moon on August 6th. That um, Wednesday, Tuesday, I can't recall, but August 6th, in our ancient rituals, our ancient observations, August 6th relates to none other than the first day of the last month of the comedic year. It's actually 13 months on the comedic calendar, 13 months, right? So last month, Inside of those 13 months is um, the first, well, it starts on the 6th of, of uh, September. Forgive me, hold on one second. I'm going to pull something up right here. I don't see it in this page. Look away. Oh, it's up here. And it is not up there. Oh, hold on a minute. I'm going to add on. Make sure I got everything in front of me. I post out something. Pressing buttons, you know how it is. Stressing me, you pressing them buttons. I'm pressing my own buttons for a second. You know what I'm talking about? Hold on, one minute. Uh, pull that up. Yep. All right. So we're talking about um, series and. Oh well, we talk about the the last month of of uh, comedic calendar. So we have twelve, we have thirteen months in the comedic calendar. Twelve months of thirty days. Thirty days in all three weeks are ten days each. So that's twelve months with thirty days in each month and ten days in each week. So that will be ten days in each week. Thirty then thirty times twelve. Is 360. So we have 360. That's that full circle. That's that life. You know what I'm saying? So that cycle. And we will always look at things in our life in that pattern. The way that's how you stay healthy as well. By keeping your pattern, your unique approach to how you are going to be in your life. That will keep you or that will amount to amount to longevity, good health, human. Because you're going to stay in your side of you, and if you go outside of it, it ain't like saying staying in your element or whatever. But basically, what it is is saying you are 
within. You have your inner happiness. You know what I'm saying? Your own approach to it is going to make you happy. If I try to do it the way somebody else is saying do it, or I try to do it, I might hurt myself for one because everybody's different. So if I try to lift 150 pounds and I ain't never lift 70, I don't hurt myself. I don't care how strong I think I am. I'm about there for breath. I might pull a muscle because this muscle ain't never been used like that. You know what I'm saying? And I, I witnessed it. I did that. Now I ain't doing it in that manner. But I started lifting weights for the first time in my life recently. And I, I guess I was going too fast because, you know, it changes everything. So, I, you know, I pulled the muscle of my chest, you know, within three days of back normal and everything and all that. I took the magnesium. That's an adaptogen as well. Magnesium is a good adaptogen or a good way to relieve stress. Uh, Chlorophyll, also, and um, uh, what is it? Uh, Q, um, I can't think of it right now, but uh, it really helps relieve stress as well. The B vitamins, uh, the B complex, you know what I'm saying? Uh, B, B12 as well. Of course, raw leafy greens. Get that melanin, melatonin, a banana at night, some chocolate, some cherries. Get that melatonin going, you relieve the stress. Uh, but now we go back to that, the, the extra month is the five days. And that's also where we get the leap year going into 
So we protect ourselves and survive by means of nature. And that's the way of ninja, or the way of, you know, the, the ninja is us, basically. It's when we go deep into it, the not. But basically, um, when you're looking at it, we have to look at it from a spiritual perspective in nature. All right, so look at the word nature. Nature means divine, basically. But it means it's natural. It's something that has been born there in density. It's already there. That's nature. That's naturally there. It's being uh, it's toxinous, original state, the essence, nature, essence, nature, divine. So when we got stress, right, neutral, negative, and positive, what's the word neutral? Neutral, nature, natural, neutral. So natural is neutral, but that's also harmony. When we are at harmony with nature, then we will be neutral. And therefore, that, when that external starts to pop, it's going to pop properly. You know what I'm saying? And those discomforting frustrations that are there, those blockages and obstructions, those are reconciled. So now we can see four. We can see that. You know, it's, it's, it's that explosion takes place at C4. Uh, but that August 6th is the birthday of, of uh, so to speak, of Osir. August 7th is Aset. August 8th is Aset. Um, August um Ninth is Nepetu, the kind of the, uh, the um, what's called the corresponding feminine, feminine energy of set, and then August um, tenth is the actual it's Haru, the baby Haru. But then actual the actual first of the year is September eleventh or whatever. But that will be the first of Tahuli, the next month of I'm going from um, last month of the year. Uh, message. What's the last month of the year? I guess seven seconds, right? Uh, it's, it's, like I say, what was I, I was reading. A uh, message, yeah, message. August, September. The message is then going to those last days like the um, Hetero or Nipetus Hakal. So we have also, I said, um, Haru was actually. That's the ninth day. The rule, the baby the rule, and then Hector rule or um or Nepetis is tenth day. First day of the year is um September eleventh. Well, you know what I'm saying? So five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, that's those five days. So six, seven, eight, nine, and ten are those five days that are added. That's the last month of the comedic um calendar. So that's the thirteenth month of the comedic calendar, five days. Then the first of the year is September 11th. That was um, actually Monday, so yesterday. So happy uh, New Year, everyone. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I give uh, thanks. Um, so that ritual is what's taking place right there. The lunar deity, September 6th, of September 6th, on that lunar day, is the first day of that was the full moon. That was that first day of last month, the 13th month, all right, 13 4. all right, that 13 days ritual, going from, you know, being like 13 days from um, summer solstice into uh, July 3rd, July 4th. All right, so now September 7th, so September 7th is the birthday of Osiris, <clears throat> right? 
happened on September 7th is a lunar eclipse. Like I said, I did I wasn't knowledgeable of this until I started doing research on it. And basically all this I did today. I just like I was like, man. I did have uh, information last week that wasn't put to the table where I'm not even really going on that. But yeah, I can, I'm talking about some of it. But uh and I'm gonna get into more of it in a minute, but yeah, that was like these hurricanes. What's going on with these hurricanes? Peru Ka Kani. You know what I'm saying? What's really happening? What's, what's the hidden information? What's the hidden light? What's the almond rock? What's, what's up with Irma? You know what I'm saying? And so, and, and Jose just coming up behind, or whatever, that third, um, that trail, that Kim trail, that black trail. You know, so this darkness rising, like we were talking about Kim trail, we got to look at the negative, negative, positive, neutralize. You know, make it just stand still to where it's not normal, like, you know, law. Everything vibrating. Like I'm, I'm gonna get to that too in one moment. But everything vibrating, everything moving, some type of energy sense. So there's no death state or whatever, or say for instance, war thing with uh, God's war and and the reflection on what Harvey means as being uh, battle worthy. You know what I'm saying? So something is worthy for battle. Then you got God's war that is worthy for battle or, or whatever. Life. It's really what it's talking about. Life is worth the battle. There's no weapon, so it's worth the battle. Nothing can defeat, so it's worth the battle. All right, because it is what it is. It is the weapon, because it is the external and internal. The basis of that, then um, you have the motherly energy or essence being uh, the goddess of war. You know, so that's that darkness right there again. Then you have Jose or Yahweh or Yahshua, um, Jesus or whatever. So that's that breath of life, the essence and life right there being bridged back together into the form of Jose or increase. But this increase is on this following is that trail. All right. So but the, uh, we go back to seven days again for August sixth and August seventh. August seventh is again we had a full moon or a lunar eclipse on August seventh. August seventh is the birthday of so called esoterically birthday symbolically of I said. August sixth, the moon. Full moon. August 7th, lunar eclipse. Lunar eclipse means basically is opposite of what happened on um, um, what happened on the solar eclipse. So the lunar eclipse, a lunar eclipse is when the moon is on the opposite end of the sun or the earth. So it's only seen at night. So the solar eclipse is when the moon passes the sun and the earth. So the moon is right there between the sun and the earth, and the solar, the sun is eclipsed or is blocked, so to speak, by the moon. I call it a, a, not an eclipse or a blocking. I call it an emergency when both energies are connected, the sun and the moon energy, the mother and father the energy stuff, move earth, light, and, or fire and water, or erma, goddess of war. Basically, essence. You know, the essence is from your mother and your father. You know what I'm saying? We call it gene. In traditional Chinese medicine, it's called gene. The gene means basically essence, but we get our essence from our mother and father, but the essence isn't, essence or gene means basically um, food, air, and water. When we're looking at essence from the food, air, and water, we're not talking about the food in general, like what it tastes like. We're talking about what is in this food that made this food, what creates, what puts this, what is the energy that's in this food that's going to 
life, right? Harvey or Hawe or Haye, life. We, in traditional Chinese medicine, what they teach, in, especially when teaching teach Qigong and stuff like that, like I think so, they teach that the high quality gene or the high quality essence is necessarily necessary for the formulation of qi. So qi is basically energy, right? So like when we say wu qi, we mean no energy or no movement. Energy is movement. So but we know that there is always movement. So this movement or this qi energy is formed by way of the essence or the food that everybody put into the body. So the high quality food and water that we can um, put in, then the higher quality the state of the qi will be. And then from that form, because it's called three treasures, uh, jing, qi, and shin. So the, the jing, the essence, the food, and the air, and the water that we consume, in essence, or in turn, forms or transforms that energy into the energy that um, holds the body together properly for longevity, uh, for, uh, for all those different aspects that you can imagine. That chi or that prana, that kundalini, whatever you want to call it, that wildlife of energy is life. So when, if you can think it, then that's what its capability is. That's what it can do. You know, okay, so that essence, the high quality of the essence, the food, the water, and the air, then the high quality of the chi. The energy is going to be there regardless. It's the higher quality, the higher quality of the energy, the higher quality of the chi. Then therefore the higher part is the shin. The shin is the intelligence or the spirit, shin spirit. But when you're looking at essence and spirit or shin, there's two one and the same. Shin being spirit, essence being essence of life, not the what we are looking at as far as the food item, but what is creating or forming into that food item from the energy format, not unjustly energy matter. And that's essence, but also that's life, but that's also Spirit, intelligence. So one, three, equal to four, that physical life. But at one, gene essence in this point of view, and at three, being spirit or shin in this point of view, again, that reconciliation, also at one, being the essence, gene, is not talking, again, we're not talking about water, so to speak, as the fluid, but the elements of water, which are basically not. So when we are really getting to the root of all of what stress is neutral stress and life, life is nothing. It's no thing. But that no thing, when we realize that or we recognize that and we realize, you know what I'm saying, when we see all the real lives and then we have our real eye open to see what is really taking place, then that nothing, that no thing, that nothing transforms to everything. So nothing becomes something, which never becomes everything. But when we're thinking about it like, you know, all this, whatever it is, you know, so whatever it is, then we become uh, discombobulated. We fall apart faster because we're not seeing the essence of what this nothing is or what this something is or this everything is, which is nothing, the essence of it. You know what I'm saying? So when we have a situation, we should go back to zero. You know, sometimes non-reactive is the best to react. Sometimes pro-reactive is to be that's like positive, you know what I'm saying? So we have reaction which mainly is negative in most you know, most reactions. Then we have proactive which is the positive reaction. Then we have uh, non reactive, which would be, you know, not reacting at all. And 
know, like I know, you do the study on it if you have practice before. It's called Men in my, in my Eye. And we spoke on it. This is one of those tips, tips for the night. Uh, just when we have, uh, we have to be mindful first about these things. When we have situations that occur occasionally and we notice ourselves doing something frequently, repetitively, we're always doing the same thing over and over. When we step back, like, hold on, I'm not doing anything. So when we notice that and we don't do it versus when we did do it, what is the difference? There's really no difference, you know what I'm saying? So when we, the noticing part is the pro-reactive process of it. The doing it, if it's negative, will be the negative stress, then noticing will be positive stress, but then when we don't do it at all, it's new. And we notice then, like, okay, zero. So if I ain't, uh, go to a quick story, and um, we'll close out a little bit, actually, you know, about 30 minutes or so. Um, quick uh so I think I, I spoke on everything that came to uh, those rituals somewhat, you know what I'm saying? It's just a little, my own take on it, you know what I mean? I put a spin on it, just like a hurricane, you know, or a tornado spin on it or whatever. But this, in these energies that's going on, remember, it is ritual taking place as well behind these things. So we got um, September 11th, uh, day yesterday, I'm you know what I mean? the weekend to Florida and everything on these dates. Full moon, so these five days all the way up to the left, which is yesterday, you know, rituals are taking place, different things happening throughout the, the world, so of course. Some of them major, some of them not so major, you know, some of them right there in front of our face, some of them are might they may have been uh, uh, taking place that we don't know about as far as media is concerned. But there's something going on everywhere. Some of them may not have been orchestrated solely by those that are controlling the stream, but as you go down the ladder, you know what I'm saying, of, of, of this hierarchy thing, this pyramid, you'll see that it's all connected, um, substantially connected to certain fearful um, rituals and spirit rituals that take place. I love rituals, and I balance them with the harmonizing as far as, of course, the corresponding to the ontology that is really, that we should be looking at we are going to participate in this thing and, and uh, not yourself, you know what I mean? So I don't participate and I know it was going to I did the study, you know, and, you know, but like I said, do something opposite of what everybody else is doing on those days. All right, so but that's what's going on with those few days, you know, August 6th, August 7th, August 6th, full moon, August 7th, lunar eclipse, August, I mean, uh, September 6th, full moon, September 7th, uh, full I mean, lunar eclipse, August 22nd, or August 21st, um, was the solar eclipse. Yeah, August 22nd is the last day of the um, eight-day ritual or eight-day festival that recognizes or commemorates the um, the rainy season coming to an end in Kemet and in Kush, or Ethiopia and, and Egypt. So... That's that ritual right there. So then we go into these five days and Irma, you know what I'm saying? So this goddess of war coming in on, you know, these last few days to bring in some type of entry with Jose coming in behind the trail, you know what I'm saying? And if you see these Kim trails they've been putting down over the past couple of days around here, you'll be like, what the heck? Some of them are stupid. Like, I mean, my people was out training, he was outside training, doing some things, and he looked up and he was paying attention, observing it. And I noticed, we noticed that they were spraying, but these things were forming like 
in a minute, these clouds. They were clouds. I mean, I know it's been back over like last year or so when I looked up my 15, 15 minutes. I, it could have been contributing or attributed to the fact that the wind was blowing a little bit more, you know, due to the, the so called tropical storm that was coming. You know what I'm saying? But I know it didn't take a lot of men. We looked down, looked back up within a minute, and it was clouds like that. Like, wow, they're really trying to get this weather here. You know what I'm saying? But they utilize our dark energy. I come to me rising by stress, fear. And I've spoken on this before. It may not, it may seem somewhat far fetched, but when you think about science, you have to know, you know science, you have to know yourself. So we have a heat index, an energy index. We have the physical body, we have an energy body. The energy body, chi body, whatever, is, is part of us, you know what I'm saying? Part of the blood and everything, but it's internal and external. It's like it's a part of us and it isn't. But this energy body is connected to our physical body. It flows and moves through physical reality and picks up other energy. So with the energy that is around it, it connects with emotions. And if the energy around it is on a fear avenue or whatever, then that's what it's going to formulate next and it's going to stay in that mode. You know what I'm saying? So they can use that fear energy, you know what I'm saying, or whatever, put this heart system out there, which resonates with the chemtrail. So when they put the heart system that heart, you know, again, is high-frequency high oil research program, highly active, Highly active oil research program. So high frequency active oil research program. Oil means sound. All right. So this sound, they beam out to these fragments of uh, aluminum and barium that's in these particulates that's in the sky or whatever. But when these, this sound hits it, this aluminum and its heat also contributed to it by way of what we would call, some people call uh, global warming. The global warming is our energy that's stuck in the lower root, in, in this, the, the hot part of ourselves, you know what I'm saying? It's hot down there, you know what I'm saying? Because of that cycle not being in perpetual movement. So when that cycle is not in that perpetual movement, it gets stuck in that area of the prostate of the uterus. And, you know, that's why we develop different, you know, ailments in that area because it's stuck there. We have pain in the lower back or Stomach issue, well, not stomach, but lower intestinal issues, large, large intestinal, small intestinal issues. But that area right here, the lower back, legs, knees, may start to generate some discomfort over time due to that energy being stuck in that movement, in a perpetual mode, um, movement. You know what I'm saying? All right, but that energy that comes in, energy when it's stuck right there, it can be used. If not being used by the individual way to do itself for its purpose naturally, then it's going to get used in You know, so energy can be distorted. Today. It's not going to sit there and not do nothing. So those that have the knowledge of this, they've created these external whatever you want to call them. And, you know, they use that energy to create weather. You want to say create weather, but to manipulate weather. You know what I'm saying? So these small anomalies can become catastrophic depending on the cycle of the year in conjunction with the human psyche in our personal experience. So if we professionally are watching TV and getting these information and there's all this fear and hate and anger and, you know, lust and, and uh, 
saturation and angel. Oh, I said angel. Yeah, whatever. But it's on that realm or that that level of existence, and that's where it's going to be externally. And then they, you know, they change it up a little bit, make us happy for a second. But then all of a sudden, we see this picture of a thermal or, or Harvey, and all of a sudden we go back into that slump. You know what I mean? So we got to have that inner happiness. We always got to be happy inside. None of this stuff outside is really there. That's how I look at it. First of all, how are we going to be happy if everything outside of it is making it seem so real? If, if I, you know what I'm saying, if I got, uh, my dad passed, my dad passed a couple of years ago. Um, if I looked at it, and sometimes I do, because he it, it, it does get emotional, you know, but if I looked at it solely like, oh, that's my father, he birthed me, that's my dad, you know, yeah, you know, all that, that's, he gave me my name, you know, I'm just like him, and all that, and all that, and, all that, and I really feel that, believe that. And I'm going to have some issues emotionally because I'm like, he passed his life. <laughs> my pop. Now, I mean, I, of course I do, but we have to look at it from a holistic point of view, a universal point of view. DNA. That, that's my dad. My dad is DNA. We are DNA. We are genetic. I'm, I'm not going to get into it right now, but we are the ancestors, the star. We are DNA. So we are the God within, the Godhead. And when we come to that agreement in our natural physical state of birth, nature, not fear, when we come to an agreement that in our, you know, in our divinity of, of our right, of ritual of being righteous in our observation, because this is what this is, that's what life is. Life is an observation, it's a ritual. We are here to build or contribute to our soul. Well, every experience that we're going through, we're contributing to the soul by soul memory. So that's what life is about. Life is about the change of physical into and recognizing that, reconciling that. You know what I'm saying? Get form more life form. You know, but so we get if if it's misused or used against us, then we can have this other shit popping off inside of the cycle. So it's good to be in tune to your cycle month to month, year to year. Um, like we're going into autumn. Um, the autumnal equinox is the 21st, so we, should, we need to start purging um, from the summer, um, you know what I'm saying, or from the um, spring equinox and summer solstice and everything, the summer cycle and the spring cycle. So all the things, any toxins that we may have been introduced, because we're in the blood cycle now, or heat cycle. We're going into late summer right now, the Indian summer is what we call it, the late summer, where we start to calm down, cool down, also the the season or the tropical season or things like this part of the well, the Herman and Harvey and tropical and stuff. But um, you start to slow down and everything, so we need to purge out the, that, that fast pace, that on-go type thing, you know what I'm saying? I've been out to mix a little bit the last few months, too, but best believe ain't that slowed down around here. It's like, that's one of the reasons. You know, uh, I, I haven't had a phone for when I did. I, had, I haven't had it. It hasn't been online like you talked about.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.